Hello, it's me, Ariana Grande, here to tell you about somegoodshows.biz slash merch, where you can get Grande deals on t-shirts such as the Hamburglore t-shirt, the Big Three, aka the Grande Three. Am I right, America? You can also go to their Patreon at bigbone.zone, but not grandebone.zone. That'll get you <laughs> somewhere else. My house. <laughs> Anyway, I have to go back to being the best skin in Fortnite. Have a good day, everybody. Have a grand day. and welcome to Hamburg Lore, the show where we explore the weird characters and history that's used to sell you food and other garbage. I'm your host, Cam Koenig. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. Uh, and today we're joined by our good, good pal, again, Candace. Candace, how's it going? Hi. The repeat. What did we do when you were here last? We did Captain Crunch. Yeah. Yes. I've listened to like every episode, so like they all kind of blur together <laughs> yeah. at a certain point. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Um, so Candace, we were talking a little bit before the show started. You said that your favorite fast food item has changed. It has. Oh. Tell me about that. It's because of St. Louis. All right, listen. I don't know if it's just the like Taco Bell out in Nevada is better. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But recently, I would say in the past six months, every single bean burrito I get, which is my favorite, mm -hmm. <laughs> extra extra red sauce, extra onions. Oh, extra yeah. Cheese. The bean gogurt. I remember the bean this. Gogurt. Yeah. Bean gogurt. <laughs> Ever since, like, the past six months, every time, they'd, they'd fuck it up every single time. No Gert. And I feel like, I feel, it's Bogert. Ever, <laughs> I feel like, ever, I feel like they, they heard the episode or something, and they're yeah. like, no, fuck this girl. Like, no, mm-mm, mm-mm. We're going to mess this right up for her. Um, So it's cha changed, right? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, all right, Jack in the Boxes, you know, got these, uh, these, cheddar bacon wedges yeah and i loved them yeah. right i was like oh my god just wedges that are covered in bacon and cheese this is so cool and then they stopped making them what oh, no you can't get them anymore i had those like a month ago the fastest food they're gone now what i don't know if it's fuck? a st louis thing because we talked about how much it sucks out here I don't it know, do. but they're gone now. Everything that I love leaves. Did you know did you know that the KFC wedges are gone too? Yeah. Really? They replaced the, them with these shitty french fries. They're like mushy oh, ass. Oh, that sucks. String beanie ass french fries. They're the Taco Bell fries. They're the Taco Bell fries, but with the 12 herbs and spices on them instead of oh, the nacho seasoning. Weird. They're not And good. it's not as good. Okay. No. That's a bummer. They're always undercooked. Yes. They're always mushy boys. Yeah, and when you sucks. go to Taco Bell, that's what you want. But when yeah. you go to Kentucky Fried Chicken, I want a crispy shit, dude. Like, yeah. I'm, right. so I can take a crispy shit later. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about how we were talking about our state foods yeah and how cam's like oh we have a state grape and uh ice cream cone is our state yeah, dessert here turns out i just learned that five minutes ago i i live in nebraska and i was like oh i'm gonna look i'm gonna look up what nebraska's got because we were talking about what nasty food is in a place that you move to you guys were talking Ooh. about like buttercum cake or whatever the fuck <laughs> No, gooey butter cake. It's like a St. Louis thing. Oh, pa pardon. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, sir. If you're going to get the gross food incorrect, I'm going to have to. 
what, yeah, what, no. what is gooey butter cake for those that don't know? Because I didn't know and I and I still don't really know. Well, as somebody who had it recently, I can tell you that um, it tastes like if you are baking a normal cake and you blindfold yourself and also smack yourself in the back of the head with something mm-hmm. and then just start putting ingredients into a bowl. Um, you're going to put way too much butter in. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, hey, we need eggs. No, you're going to put butter in. It's like those videos of the dogs with the human arms that are like making yeah. food. Yeah. <laughs> and then every other ingredient is sugar. So then mm-hmm. you're going to put that in the oven at 350 and it's going to go in there for 45 minutes, but you're actually going to take it out after five. So you're going to wait for it to just get hot. And then uh, you're going to take it out and you're just going to eat the puddle. Basically, it looks like lemon bars. It looks like it. It isn't. I love lemon bars. These are not lemon bars. Yeah, lemon bars are great. Yeah, no, this is, it is just um under, it's like underbaked cake and it's foul. I just gagged in real life. <laughs> and I'm a messy bitch. This is just rare cake is all it is. <laughs> and it, it's cake, but rare. Yeah. And also, you know, how like butter is yellow, right? Like butter's yellow. Yeah, more or less. But the cake is pristine, beautifully white. Like it was, it was bleached and privileged. The butter hath been purified, pure as the driven snow. <laughs> it is, it is so alarming in texture, in taste, in color. None of it seems right. It's like you open the door to Narnia, and they're like, "Here's mm-hmm. some cake." Yeah, and none of it makes sense. <laughs> Mr. Tumnus is like, I "Have this cum cake." Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> The the goal of this was to, first of all, ask people that are in our Discord to post what your weird local food is. I have lived in Nebraska for like five-ish years, and I'm vegan, and we're, 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 we're in steak country here. So <laughs> I was like, what even do we have here? Because I, I, like, I do not partake of the local eateries. Right. We have something called Runza here. I adore Runza's. I think they're Cam, great. Cam, why don't you describe what you think a I've Runza sandwich is? They're basically hot pockets. So a calzone? It kind of uh, they're Go ahead, Nate. <laughs> so I I I was going to say they're basically hot pockets but like derogatory. Like okay, all right. <laughs> See, okay, because like, because a parental advisory sticker on the package. Yeah, <laughs> like it's an NWA album. <laughs> Like Runza DMC. Uh, whoa. Okay. So just Google Runza sandwiches. Just R-U-N-Z-A sandwich. Um, that sucks, Cam. It's so good. Fuck you. No, dude. It's I, like that it's, pastry dough, bitch. It's that's uh, their fries uh, are very good. Their fries are uh, fucking awesome. Their onion rings are very good, too. They are a Pepsi restaurant, which I do prefer to Coke because I'm a little pervert, man. But. <laughs> You prefer Pepsi? I do. Pepsi is okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but that's that's another discussion for another. <laughs> I'm a Pepsi man. Listen, um, Cam, I'm really worried about Nate, and I don't <laughs> think too. they understand. I don't think they understand. I don't. What's think, going on here, Candace? I don't think you want me to weigh in on this. Oh goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> One of the best days of my life. I definitely went to a Runza and then immediately went to a Taco John's after and ate both of them. Were you okay afterwards? More than okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cam shat his teeth out that day. Anyway, um, yeah. speaking of shitting your teeth out, <laughs> uh, today we're going to talk about Danimals. Oh my God. Oh shit, I'm so glad I didn't do Danimals today. 
Uh, yeah. Danimals, dog. Stoked. Daniel uh, Minnells. <laughs> I'm going to be up front here. There's like not a ton. I had to uh, channel my inner Nate a little bit here, so mm. I'm sorry. Everyone has a little Nate in them. But a couple of facts about uh, the Danon company, uh, who are the people who do the Danimals products, and also just facts about yogurt, I guess. Um <laughs> I love the sweet yogurt facts. Yeah. Uh, 1939, Hungarian bacteriologist Stephen A. Gaymont, that's his real name, um, came to the United States to perfect the bacteria culture that allows people to, quote, make a product that has the taste of sour cream, but with one sixth of the calories. Um, Gaymont later said that the name yogurt was, quote, outlandish and horrible. (laughs) which it is that's not a good like if i had no idea what yogurt was just going off of how that name how that word feels to say i would not want that in my mouth you know it doesn't get better in other countries because i i yogurt Mm -hmm. yeah throw an h in there my my adorable british compatriots constantly say yogurt and my brain just goes (laughs) (laughs) historically yogurt was like never consumed in the united states until like the late 1940s when uh the company dannon was just like hey what if we just put a fuckload of fruit at the bottom and people were like a word (laughs) word it's like digging for treasure yeah and that like offset the like pretty acidic taste of yogurt um, and it made them a little bit more successful. Um, it, it was also kind of a low bar to clear because uh-huh. uh, the previous attempts to make yogurt happen were by saying that yogurt is a meat substitute. Oh, no. Which is dude. not good to think about. There's so many jokes. Yeah. And I'm trying to behave, you know? Yeah, but fun fact also, 2014, New York established yogurt as the official state snack. Um, snack? Yeah. Who's snacking on yeah. yogurt? Yeah. I, I, I'm going to run for governor so that I can just make shit up like that. <laughs> I'm just going to be... I don't even know if it's the governor, the mayor, the president of Nebraska. <laughs> the I don't fucking know. President of Nebraska, yes. <laughs> the czar, the pope. I don't fucking know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run for office, mm-hmm. win, cause I fucking ruled. <laughs> <laughs> and first, weed's legal everywhere. Hell yeah. Weed's legal in your state. <laughs> <laughs> and second, the fucking the state snail. I don't know. We're gonna yeah. do like the state. That shit the state, happens. Like the state cheese. The state fucking. I don't know. The state carpet color is red. Fuck you. Also, football's illegal now. <laughs> oh, you'd piss a lot of people off in Nebraska. Oh, my God. I do have to say, you mentioned how they were looking for an alternative to sour cream. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have my my fridge is basically all yogurt, sour cream, mm-hmm. cottage cheese. Yeah. <laughs> like it's an IBS person's nightmare. Sure. You know? I was going to yeah. say you're a nasty, nasty cream person. <laughs> <laughs> change that my put that in my bio yeah there you go (laughs) um but like i literally am one of those people that like i would make my own dip you know i I used to love a dippins you know Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) i used to love a dippins love love two dippins you know yeah but then like i started realizing really all i was doing was i just wanted sour cream in my head Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so then i was like i'm just gonna eat the sour cream like a savory you know yogurty breakfast 
but it's like a lunch you know that is and then i was like no you can't be doing that I... candace the cops will be at your house soon yeah <laughs> I... candace you can't eat sour cream out of the tub you can't do it um so then i was like all right listen for lunch i'm gonna have cottage cheese then and I had people that were like, put some fruit in that cottage cheese. I was like, that's for the yogurt. Stop trying to like make my savory snack a sweet thing. I hate that. Mama needs her cream. Right. <laughs> and so like I have like three like big tubs of Greek Ugh. yogurt in my fridge. So I'm very fascinated by this. Yeah. I enjoy a yogurt. I I enjoy a cream. So <laughs> Jesus. I'm a creamy girl. Yeah. I'm I'm happy for you. Oh, no uh we get only from like cows and animals though sure like, yeah cows and animals yeah. yes yeah great <laughs> no mommy milky here cows are not animals yeah, yeah. um yeah no so Danon kind of like again sort of made yogurt a thing like in the minds of people uh, as we got into like the 1970s uh, where they launched an ad depicting just like showing people from the country of Georgia who were over the age of 100, um, basically saying in the ad that if you eat Dan and yogurt, you will live a very long life. Yeah, it's because you're going to always be shitting. Yeah, and just like, always that's... shitting and farting, you know, <laughs> yeah. too busy to die shitting. <laughs> Hilariously <laughs> enough, um, it is true that Georgians do actually buy a whole lot of yogurt, but Time Magazine looked into this a little bit, uh, like 20 years later, learning that they don't actually eat it. Um, they Wait, what? use it for they, sunscreen and it? to treat burns. Oh, God. How often are you getting burned? Yeah. What? So you're like, like I, need, I need to get my burn yogurt on. Hand me my girt, Ma. Yeah. <laughs> Sweetheart, can you go get me the burn yogurt? <laughs> so, enter 1994, and the Danimals uh, showed up on the scene. Um, as far as I can tell, only one of them was ever named. It's the monkey. His name is Bongo. <laughs> no one's Bongo ever said the yogurt his, monkey. I, I haven't <laughs> ever seen anyone in any of the commercials I've watched, and somebody on YouTube put together a like really thorough like cataloging of all of the Danimals ads and thank you. Oh, that man. made my job so much easier. People are so weird. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're on a podcast literally talking about this. No one's ever said his name out loud. Uh, we just kind of say that his name is Bongo <laughs> because whenever he wears a shirt, it just says Bongo. That's oh, so it. it could be a brand within yeah. the Danimals universe. Totally. It it's just like the guest genes. Yeah. <laughs> just this the fucking sentence no one has ever said his name out loud is like yeah. So cursed. Yeah. Dude. Maybe we shouldn't be doing it ourselves. We don't know what we're summoning. Yeah. Just a if you look soft, in the, frothy yogurt demon. If you go into your bathroom and you just turn off the lights, look in the mirror and say bongo three times, he shows up. Um, and he's, he takes a big bong rip. Just yogurt dripping out of your eyes and ears. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I scared Nathan. Uh, the rest of the animals, they just picked like a weird hodgepodge of whatever animals they wanted, and then just were like, "Yeah, it's them." Um, there were usually a polar bear, a brown bear, and a fucking triceratops. Oh yeah. Um, there were also, I think, a few ads had like an alligator who was like kind of shown to be like this one this guy with like these round sunglasses and he was like the kid you'd always see hanging out at the jazz clubs and definitely would try to sell you weed under the table 
um, you, you know, a whole lot of stuff like that. Um, most of the commercials are showing the children trying to obtain some Danimals brand yogurt. Uh, most of the time they would like whistle or call out for help. And then the aforementioned Danimals would begin working incredibly hard to deliver said snack to them. At the end of, of these commercials, a declaration is made by the narrator stating in the Danimals kingdom, kids rule. Uh, so these kids have learned uh, that they can force the animals to get them this yogurt. This feels wrong. Years pass, things escalate very quickly. There is a commercial in which animals are basically secret military operatives, essentially embarking on this operation to recover some stolen animals yogurt being stolen by a rogue weasel. They are ultimately yeah. successful. Uh, they do recover... The yogurt. Oh, thank God. Yeah, of course. Oh, right. Oh, God. We, we really wouldn't concerned. want those kids to go without yogurt. No. Can, can we real quick talk about these grown ass men? Yeah, there's like a there's like a cool panther with like a Kango hat. Yeah. yeah. That, like, that's, so, an, that's an adult ass animal. So um, I don't know if that panther's name is XL because that's just what is on his hat. And if we're going by bongo <laughs> rules here. If we're uh, going by Bongo, of course, the, the yeah. Bongo quotient established is, by Cam commercial that I watched with, uh, I'm just going to call him XL. Um, basically, all of these kids are just like passing these notes around school and they get like messages on their cell phones and they're whispering to each other. And all they're saying is XL. And then they're all just they all just like leave the school and go into this fucking unmarked shed in someone's yard where he basically like the panther is just like he pokes his eyes. He like lifts the fucking flap and then asks for the password. And then they say XL and they go in and he's like DJing a set. And it's all these kids in a club environment drinking Danimals yogurt. Isn't this just the plot of go pretty much? The, yeah. The uh, an illicit yogurt club for kids. Yeah. There's no way that Panther doesn't have a tramp stamp that says fruit on the bottom. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. There's no way he doesn't. There's no way he doesn't. Yeah. All right. So they go to this illicit yogurt club. Yeah. Is it is it is yogurt a prohibition state at this point? Is that why? I was just gonna say, is this like a yogi? Like I what mean, is this? Literally none of them were drinking it or like consuming the gurt outside of that shed. Do you think they they conned these kids to come into the weird club shed so they could turn those kids into yogurt? Mm. Either that or it's like a footloose scenario where it's just outlawed in the town and this is just girt loose. Yeah. And like <laughs> girt loose. Girt loose. <laughs> these panthers are just outside angrily oh, dancing. Oh man. Why is there a triceratops? <laughs> Fucking I don't know, why dude. Is there, why is there a kangaroo with a pouch full of yogurt? I yeah. hate it. And, like, there was no, like, rhyme or reason why any of these animals were picked from what I can tell. Like, they were just like, I don't know, this fucking animal, sure, here you go. Like, it's not like this one represents the digestive health totally, or whatever. It, it like, straight up just feels like, you know how, like, anytime anybody's like, we've got these cool animal crackers and it's just like, hey, here's a fucking hippo. How, go fun. Have go, <laughs> go fun. Go, go fun. fun. Um, there's just, like, a lot of this shit happening. But, like, over time... Uh, we start to see less and less of the other animals. Uh, they just like kind of fade into obscurity and just for they just stop being around uh, until just Bongo remained. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> what happened to the rest is completely unknown. You know, we can sit here and theorize as much as we want. Um, they probably crashed in the Danimals bus. It's entirely possible that they were just overworked and died from exhaustion, you know? Yeah. Um, but in more recent advertisements, Bongo seems a little different. He's more confident. In some of the more recent advertisements, as you get into like the later 2000s, they did like the kind of like the the mixed animation thing where it's like, yeah, there's like an animated character, but in like a real world kind of a thing that like a lot of movies and other shit were doing. And so these ads featured very prominently uh, Cole and Dylan Sprouse, because this was around the time that they were like hot oh, shit no. on the, the Crush Disney Cups. Channel. Yeah, the Crush Cups. Yeah. Um, in all of these advertisements, like Bongo would still be around, but he would like swoop in at the last possible second like not taking orders from them anymore he would like stage them up or steal their fucking yogurt what so so what happened here so they're like the tricks rabbits of yogurt yeah like but he, he succeeds he over time turned into that and to kind of unpack that i think that we should take it back in history a little bit back to the cold war oh fuck so <laughs> the old dan and georgian commercial was effective but it also definitely made people in America be like, oh, they're eating Dan and I bet they're a fucking communist. Because <gasps> that's just how the fucking world went. He's wearing a red shirt. Yeah, he's wearing a red shirt. Here's what I think. Woof. I think that this messaging finally got through to Bongo after he lived through the tortures of seeing all of his friends die at the hands of people who do not give a fuck about him. And he decided to seize the means of production take things into his own hands, take revenge for his fallen comrades. Are you implying that he makes the yogurt from his body? No, I'm implying. Good. I'm implying. Good. Yeah, no. Good. No, yeah. Good. We don't. We don't. <laughs> oh, Bongo is making the yogurt now. <laughs> I am implying that Bongo is leading a revolution uh, to overthrow, overthrow the kids rule of the Danimals kingdom. Okay. So we're like the kid, the kid put a list. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because he saw all of his friends fade away and die from exhaustion because these kids were so ruthless in their pursuit of the girt. The triceratops are actually extinct exactly. because they couldn't get the yogurt exactly. on. Okay. They couldn't get the I cream. Gotta, I gotta be honest. I can't add a lot to this. I'm just gripped. They talk so much about how healthy yogurt is, but they didn't ever give any of the fucking animals that. That's why they're fucking <gasps> dead. So anyway, Bongo, That's we fucking chilling. salute you. Absolutely. Um, keep up the good work and uh, fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I knew some of those twin bitches. I knew it. As a um, epilogue here, um, Bongo, the Danimals monkey, is in... The video game Sonic Dash. That is true. And no one knows why. <laughs> Does he sling yogurt as like an attack? Nope. It's just Dr. Robotnik trying to kill him. And honestly, I'm on Dr. Robotnik's side. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh... Oh, fuck. What is that? Oh, shit. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> yogurt monkey. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw the, uh, the it's like a branding for Spider-Man. Yeah. For the, mm -hmm. the Danimals. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to drink yogurt out of either of them. I don't things. want to drink yogurt out of a Venom cup for sure. No. Here's the vibe. No. I don't want to drink yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like a lot of smoothies have yogurt in it, yeah. you know? Yeah. And we're fine with that. 
Yes. But like take all the chunks of fruit out and you're just like, what? Yeah. What yeah. This? Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. That or like, you know, if the Sprouse twins are like, here, Nate, I'm like, no, fuck you. Yeah. This is probably some weird social experiment. At their current age. Yeah. You know, Jughead bops up with a, a cup of yogurt. Gert head. Get out of here. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, that's uh that's that's the scoop on the girt for y'all. Um, <laughs> we'll, uh, that was a sentence. Let it ooze into your brains while we take a quick break. We'll be right back with uh whatever the fuck Nate has. I just think yogurt conceptually is very funny. Yogurt, 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 yogurt. yogurt. Hey everybody, we're back. Uh G- go, Gert. Yogurt. Uh. <laughs> ready, set, go, Gert. Yeah, ready, set, go, Gert. That's a that's a that's a good segue. I like. That. Here's here's yeah. the vibe. Okay. Okay. Normally we do mascots for food. Sometimes we do corporate mascots. I want to do a report today on somebody that made themselves into a mascot. This is releasing around. We're in the fall time season right now, so like this is this is this is the vibe here. In 2006, Matt Geiler was the anchor of the 10 o'clock nightly newscast in KXVO, the Omaha CW affiliate. The program had a nominal budget of $1,000 per year to create 22 minutes of programming five nights a week. Geiler and his producers often had to improvise last minute to fill the show. When you're doing local broadcasting, sometimes it's like ah shit. The Simpsons doesn't come on for another five minutes or whatever. We only have four minutes and 30 seconds of shit. So, uh, what are we going to do? <laughs> um, I went to broadcast school. And so that is something that yeah. you kind of have to have it in the back of your head. of yeah. just like, build time. <laughs> my, my first job was at a radio station and it is wild how 10 seconds of dead air feels like an hour and a half. Yeah. Oh, for sure. No, yeah. I would rather yeah. pass away on camera than Same. be like, yeah. well, 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 that's the news. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dead air is terrifying yeah. anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, no. And so in the, the days leading up to Halloween in 2006, they pitched several ideas to their producers, including grown men falling down in a pumpkin patch, a fictional murder mystery, and dressing up as grandmothers for a cooking segment. Just like... Like, what can we do to fill time if we have like right. a minute or so? Um, but the piece de resistance was uh, when Matt said, I've got this one thing where I put on a unitard and a pumpkin head and dance at people's graves. What? Uh, sorry. You have seen this video. You have oh, seen shit. gifts of this. I have seen this video. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. I haven't. Geiler recalls pitching his manager thinking it would never fly, which is another thing that you do in broadcast and film where you just like say that you have an idea, even if you don't. And sometimes it gets accepted and you're like, uh oh, I got to do this thing that I didn't really even want to do in the first right. place. And he said, I want to call it Happy Jack the Grave Dancer. I almost guarantee that you have seen this in some part of your life. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, that guy. <laughs> yes, that guy is from. Uh, an hour away in Omaha from me. <laughs> um, this was oh. this is an idea from my my partner last night. I was like, what should I do for for Hamburg lore? And she was like, you should either do the Cadbury bunnies or you should do the the dancing pumpkin guy because he's a local celebrity. And I was like, he's not a mascot. And then I was like, actually, he kind of like, is. He actually <laughs> is like a like a weird like 
it's it's the spooky season everyone like everybody <laughs> like i see that gif all the fucking time yeah yeah, yeah it's it, it's more of like huh. a cultural mascot of the feeling of the autumnal like vibe he's nebraska's david s pumpkins he preceded david s pumpkins and I, I actually argue later that he's the inspiration for david s pumpkins of just like the it's gotta of be the, like we got nothing but here's this guy <laughs> right <laughs> um guyler never made it to an actual cemetery and maybe he never will um, but the idea, <laughs> the idea that he had worked because of the not being in a real place, he picked up his, uh, a unitard from the, his local costume store, cut a foam pumpkin decoration that was in the studio in half. That's not a mask. That's a real, <laughs> which is why it's even funnier that like the top and bottom of his head can be seen. Behind yeah. Him. Right, right, right. Um, he cut it in half and he jumped in front of a green screen and they, uh, the pre-recorded segment featured it, um, alongside live coverage on um, October 31st. And he didn't think very much of it um, for the next few weeks. And Christmas came around um, and they were short on content and he did it again with, with the same mask he did. He did he did another dance with just some Christmas stuff behind him. But no. Oh my God, I'm looking at it right now. Yep. He didn't even change it to be Christmassy? I mean, I don't even think the song was Christmassy. I, I remember it just being just like another song. But like he's still had a pumpkin face? Yep. And a <gasps> <laughs> it seems like this was just kind of like an inside joke for the station of like, we have this budget of $1,000 a year and... What if we just pocket that and have my and have and have Matt dance in front of a green screen, and then we just use the rest <laughs> of that to go fucking oh just my God. just spend on fucking cocaine or whatever the fuck. I think it's the way, like in the Christmas one, where he's like pointing at his eyes <laughs> and then like sensually like doing this Pulp Fiction dance thing. Where is this Fortnite skin? Yeah, is what I'm saying. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Like I said, I, this comes across as more of an inside joke of like, haha, we did this. It wasn't like super popular or anything. Um, he did it in 2006. But in 2009, BuzzFeed was like, what? <laughs> and, and like just found it as sometimes you just do. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And this guy is now just like a staple of the Halloween vibe on the internet, like I said. And also, like I said, I think he is absolutely the inspiration for the concept of David as pumpkins, where it's just like, here's here's a any questions? Here, yeah, yeah. Here, here's a, yeah, here's a man. What do you want mm -hmm. from me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so nothing weird here, right? Just a guy that wants to be silly and fill time on TV, right? Nice try, Matt. While doing research for this guy at the request of my girlfriend, the concept of the original plan to dance on actual graves to a cover song from the movie Ghostbusters. It's not the real song that he's dancing to, by the way. Um, the concept of dancing on graves was stuck in my mind like a knife. And I, I looked up the meaning of dancing on someone's grave, and it's commonly um, accepted that the expression is meant to celebrate someone's death and imply that you're going to live a long time. Like, I'm going to outlive you. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. Like Neener Neener? Yeah, like Neener yeah, Neener totally. and such. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, just the implication of just like, you're fucking dead and I'm not. I'm going to live for a long time, longer than you. Fuck you. Um, Matt originally wanted to perform this dance on actual graves, which is absolutely fucking crazy when you think about it, because yeah. those would be literal dead people that had like families and stuff. <laughs> also, if that's a local channel, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
you're tuning in and you're like, yo, what the, Grandpa? Fuck, is pumpkin? <laughs> what the fuck is that dude over, doing over there on old Georgie's grave? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> this motherfucker's voguing on Aunt Tiffany's grave, dude. <laughs> I don't know why in my Omaha everybody's deeply Italian, but here we are. It would make... It would make it way cooler. It's me. <laughs> From Nebraska. Um, like we were saying, it would be wild to tune in and just be like, I fucking knew that guy. That was my boss at my old job who died or whatever, you know? Right. Like, um, That's wild. But you just tune in and see this guy in a little tight black suit dancing to the to the great theme of a just okay movie. Great. Um, just kicking funeral wreaths over, <laughs> stomping on flowers. I like in this in this image, uh, he also has just like a bottle of Jack Daniels as well, and he's just like drunk and fuck <laughs> you. He's just desecrating cemeteries for all in the spirit. Yeah, and so after this, p- the popularity of this guy uh, increased. He was later on America's Got Talent. Yeah. Um, for this. And, and and for this, for this, and. He almost got, he almost won. Um, God damn it, Howie Mandel. I've yeah, talked about bullshit. this. <laughs> when he was on stage, he was, he was asked like what his vibe is by Simon Cowell. And um, he said, the goal is to spread joy through dance and to ascend to a position at the front of the modern avant-garde. Yeah. This guy gets it. This dude fucks. (laughs) Like Um, constantly. Sorry, babe. The 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 pumpkin stays on during sex. (laughs) So while it's possible that he just wanted to dance on the grave of somebody he wanted to celebrate the death of and simply wish himself to outlive them um and fill time on TV, I believe that the choice to broadcast this dance along with the decision to have a nondescript green screen graveyard background had the effect, intentional or not, of dancing on the grave of far, far more people. It is estimated that 20% of people that pass away do so in their own homes. That's right. If you were listening to this right now, there's a one in five chance that the place you live in was the last place that somebody occupied while being shuffled off this mortal coil. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I looked that up and I was like, that can't be right. <laughs> oh, no. You can actually pay a service to be just like, hey, did somebody die here? <laughs> and I don't believe in ghosts, so I don't really care. I'll fucking tell a ghost to go stuff it. But like, it's still a little weird to just be like. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so now the station that broadcasted this pumpkin dance originally, like I've said, is from Omaha, Nebraska. And in general, it broadcasts to the entire greater Nebraska population. The current population of Nebraska is 1.934 million people. 20% of that is 386,800 people. So even if the intended effect of dancing on someone's grave is to extend your life by one day... <laughs> This would mean that the ghost busting a move pumpkin guy would have extended his life by over a thousand years. Um, This is like a Dr. Manhattan scenario where I think he was just I think he was just doing his job and he accidentally became immortal. And now now he is tired of of our people being tangled in the concept of our lives. It's. Well, yeah, especially if you think about it, he went on America's Got Talent, right? Uh, yeah, I think he, that's, yeah. That's broadcast everywhere. Mm-hmm. Even more people. So, um, yeah. it's possible, but it's possible that the dancing pumpkin guy is just a goofy dude that wants to spread joy. It's also possible that through these dances, he wanted to become immortal. However, I see him as a tragic figure 
that was only doing mm. his job as a, at a local news station where he had to fill time and do a silly little jig, and he became a viral hit by accident. No matter what, though, I think that long after all of us have died, the Dancing Pumpkin Man will be the only entity in existence because of that initial broadcast and ensuing virality of the clip. And he will never become a ghost. He is cursed to live beyond the heat death of the universe. It's likely that Matt, a.k.a. Happy Jack, the grave dancer, would concede that busting, in fact, does not make you feel good. This, con <laughs> this concludes all known lore on Happy Jack, the grave dancer. Oh my God. God, it took so long to get to that joke. And I was it, did. it was good. worth it. It, it did. was worth it. It did. <laughs> it, is, um, it was worth it. it. I do have actually a little more info on this. Okay. Um, so he's in your house right now. <laughs> uh, this is a Fortnite dance. Um, this dance oh, yeah. is in Fortnite, oh. but also he definitely sued them uh, because Hell they yeah. used it without his permission. But also they went ahead and countersued and tried to get the copyright for it. I don't know where it's at now, but like they're basically going off of the fact that he put up a Facebook post of a gif of him dancing and saying, imagine what I could do as a Fortnite skin and a lot of that stuff. So, so that's messy. Imagine all of the, the lives he could touch. Yeah. <laughs> or take. Yeah. That's, that's weird, but so yeah. That's my report guys. Have a happy yeah. Halloween. Yay. <laughs> cool. Cool. Hey, uh, hey, hey. Cool. Thanks, Nate. Cool. Hey, Candace. Cool. Uh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Uh, <laughs> where can people find you on the internet? Oh, they shouldn't. They shouldn't look. <laughs> don't look for me. Goodbye. Um, don't don't perceive me. Don't do any of that. No, I'm on Twitter. Candace likes you. It's whatever. Yeah. It's, it's it's whatever. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Come hang out with me or don't. Yeah. This show just takes the energy out of everybody that does it. And we're just <laughs> like, yeah. Goodbye, everyone. I don't do anything. I just work and like hang out with my, my cat, my dog. You and do like good play tweets. Video games. You do good you tweets. Do good I, tweets. Do, I do do some good tweets. Well, uh, hey, if you've made it this far, thanks so much for listening for some fucking reason. Uh, if you want to support our stuff again for some fucking reason, uh, you know, subscribe on whatever platform you got. Hit us that rating. Give us that five stars, one star for every brain cell that you have lost during this show. Mm. Um, you know, got a Patreon, patreon.com slash some good shows, a.k.a. Big Bone Dot Zone. You can go hey. there, give us money. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, if you liked whatever the hell this ended up being, check out the rest of the stuff we do it at some good shows on Twitter or some good shows dot biz. Just might like the rest of the stuff we do, too. Our show art and music is by Zach Russell. Their work can be found at Cavity Crew. You can find me on Twitter at the Camdy Man. You can find me on Twitter at, at Victory Position. Thanks again for listening, everyone. And remember, everybody asks where's the beef, but not how's the go gurt. Yo yo yogurt 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 yogurt